Hello, Alan. It's me, <laughs> Alan. Don't forget to move the pork chops from the freezer into the refrigerator. How long have you been watching that Family Guide episode? If you don't, I will be very disappointed. <laughs> Goodbye. Disappointed. <laughs> It's, it's like a mixture of nine different things. <laughs> I feel like I've seen a little bit of Hook. And I see a little bit of Harry Potter. No. Wait, wait, wait. Are we supposed to do something else? I think we actually were playing the wrong song, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Welcome to season three of Three and a Half Gentlemen, the podcast where three of the four hosts provide a refined and intellectual analysis of movies from our private collections and one who tries desperately to keep up. We'll let you decide which host is which, but for now, I just emerged from a glass globe, <laughs> traveling through time, and I have co-hosts, Jeremiah. Get to the job, uh. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what up, yo? <laughs> Eddie. Come with me if you want to live. And Brandon. What day is it? 12th May. What year? What year? <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> what the fuck kind of dialogue is that? I'll be back, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> Oh, you've been terminated, motherfucker. <laughs> this season, we're shaking things up a bit. We decided that each host will pick a film from each decade, from the 70s to today, that exemplifies that time period. Some of the films will be underrated, some will be classics, while others will be overrated piles of cinematic crap. To finish off each decade, the host will have a group pick that is sure to delight. As with every review we give, our goal is to answer one simple question. How many drinks does it take to get through the film we've just watched? At the end of the podcast, we'll rate the movie based on a scale of zero to five. Zero is the perfect film that you can watch Stone Cold Sober, and five is the type of film that forces you to betray your best friend and hook up with his mother to save the human race. Oh, it's all about Stacy's mom. In the past. Oh, it's great. Mom. In the past. Great song. Great song. <laughs> In addition to our review, we always pair our selection with a cocktail that we hope will enhance the viewing experience. This season, we want to focus a little more on the cocktail, so please feel free to shake, stir, or mix the cocktail that we've chosen and settle in for what we hope will be an engaging review. With that, Brandon, what do we have uh, coming through time at us this evening? Well, tonight we have our first film from the decade of the 80s. The 80s. James Cameron's 1984 classic, The Terminator. This this film is rated... <laughs> you didn't fix that since last time, <laughs> did you? you. <laughs> yeah, it's rated an 8.0 on IMDb and has a critic score of 100%. 100%. And an audience score of 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. And The Terminator is a character, uh, or as a character, is ranked 22nd on AFI's greatest, greatest movies. Greatest uh, villains of all time. Greatest movie villains of all time. What we have is a human soldier is, uh, who is sent from 2029 to 1984 to stop an almost indestructible cyborg killing machine. Sent that same year, which has been programmed to execute a young woman whose unborn son is the key to humanity's future salvation. However, spoiler alert and plot twist, it's actually the baby mama daddy who is actually the one sent back in you time. You are the father. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no John, weakest link there. John Connor says Kyle Reese. John Connor, I am your father. <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay, Jer, what we got? Uh, before we get into our drink selection, we need to talk about whose film this is, and additionally, what our initial impressions of this movie were before sitting down to watch it. Since this was Sean's film, he should go first and explain why he has such a metal uh, um, thing about. Terminator. So I, uh, this is a film I grew up with. I think Terminator is one of the underrated heroes of uh, what an action movie is supposed to be. Number one, number two. I think the story was freaking phenomenal. And I remember watching this as a kid, just just wanting the uh, the this, the metal beneath my skin. Like this, this was like the thing I wanted to be, indestructible. <laughs> Everyone's looking at Sean like the metal. Yeah, no, no. I really story. wanted to be the Terminator. I didn't give a real shit about Kyle Reese until I got older. <laughs> 
Bro. Anyway, so I was super excited about this. Number one, uh, because it was the 80s, and this film is such an 80s film. It is an 80s Secondly, film. because Brandon yes. had never seen it, and I was Hairspray. super excited to share it with him. And third, because uh, I, I Terminator Dark Fate was coming out when we talked about this, and I think that that would be kind of, Thank you know, you. it's a good ending to the trilogy. Thank you for doing this with Yes. Me. Eddie, go ahead. Well, my first impression of this yeah. movie? Uh, I Instantly, when I was watching this movie recently... I was just like, is this the one with uh, John Connor in it? Is this the one with the motorcycle? I was like, nope, that's part two. Damn it. Uh, so I naturally, uh, I've been attached to part two. Uh, but this movie, I felt like it needed to be watched again because there's so much. I mean, the last time I watched this, I was eight, nine, you know, around there. So it was just like, I, I didn't give nowhere enough credit to how it is now watching it now in my eyes. This was ahead of its time, like uh, honestly. Are you watching with your with your chin? <laughs> How do you watch movies, Brandon? With my eyes. Okay, then what, what's wrong? And what are we having? What are we having a discussion with? Okay, so <laughs> Jeremiah, what did you think? So I I wasn't done yet. Sorry, I wasn't done yet. Okay, <laughs> for your conclusion. All right, this is amazing. I, I was I was I have high I have very high expectations of this movie while I was going into it. I was thinking like if part two is dope, part one had to be a little dope. Jeremiah, that's great. <laughs> You're last, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> just like my brother, uh, the, the, how I got introduced by Terminator was Terminator 2. Terminator 2 was like the summer blockbuster of all blockbusters, and it just introduced me to that whole world, and I wanted to be a part of it. I've always remember seeing Terminator as like, when you go to like blockbuster and you see like the title you know, poster, and you're like, fuck, that looks badass and everything, but I never got it. Then you watch it, because I remember my best friend Eric at the time, he was always about Terminator, and I was always about P2. Was. He was always about oh, that, dude. About and then I remember seeing him, I was like, oh, shit, this is scary, yo. And then that's how I got introduced to Terminator, yo. Brandon, round us out. So I had always, and I mean always, wanted to see Terminator. I'd always want to see T2. Have not seen either of those up until this point in my life. Uh, still haven't seen T2. Am deathly excited to see T2. That being said, last night I sat down for what I thought would be an engaging watch. <laughs> and let me just tell you, we have this underwhelming and overwhelming what do we say uh, underrated underrated yeah. and overrated and i can tell you uh, without spoiling rated. shit this is as fucking overrated as a movie can possibly be we will talk about it i will get yelled at eddie will go ahead and jump on me it'll become halloween 2 uh which by the way shout out to making that our number one uh, podcast listen guys yeah. thank you so much for all that we we i really am so happy and i will literally be the bitch boy <laughs> Every single one, if it means that we're getting viewers and listeners. So, hey. We made, we made fireworks, keep, bro. Keep the hate coming, Ed. Eddie, take us through the Keep cocktail. the hate coming. Oh, crap. I'm not ready for my party, even though it never changes. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, with, we, with each movie, we try to pair the tone, feel, and overall impact of the story with a cocktail. This season, we really want to discuss the cocktail and more and how it leads up to the movie selection. Which I don't think we really have. Everyone have. who listens knows that when we finally watch the Bond movie, we pair it with a vodka martini, shaking that stir with a lemon peel. But tonight's cocktail was chosen by Sean. So, Sean, tell us about it. So, tonight we have the Terminator shot. It's equal parts Jägermeister and Southern Comfort. And I will tell you, I, I have not had Southern Comfort until a very horrible experience on 4th of July. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We call it so in Hawaii. Uh, anyway, uh, this this cocktail will terminate your night prematurely, and like this film, it embraces a cyborg killing machine yeah. that never stops. Much like the hangover that we're going to oh have God. tomorrow from this you drink. Do you smell it? I have not yet. So uh, here we go. Smell, 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 smell. Cheers, gentlemen. Clink. That's oh, it not, smells horrid. That's not good. Okay, here we go. <laughs> smells like. Are we, are we shooting licorice? Or are you just gonna lick it. I need a, lick it. I need sip a it. chaser. Wait, am I going to drink this as a shot or am I going to just... I sipped it and you know what? It's actually not bad. Holy God. <laughs> oh my God. It smells awful. It's So it's Jaeger and um, Southern Comfort. And oh, wow. It's actually the Jaeger good. comes through really good. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Is it, uh, it's, it's, is it's it cotton candy licorice. or whatever? It's black licorice. Black licorice. Anise. Yeah, it's, it's black licorice. Yeah, no, no, no. It's It's good. It's good. It's um, good. I actually... Okay, I'm so I'm going to say... Being warm, that, it would be hot, horrible. Being oh, warm. yeah. It's in it it's chilled. chilled. And yeah. I, I, will, I will say that I was very hesitant to do this, but I think that this is a, like this it. is actually one of the better ones. This is absolutely Jeremy one of the has Jeremy's, not said anything. He's twitching his eyes. Oh, it's because it doesn't have Pabst. Look at his eyes. <laughs> Burn! You got to finish it, buddy. You got to finish it. I don't think I'm just a Jägermeister fan. Man. That's what it is, man. It's just you guys are just so fucking hardcore. Project X, fucking ways, man. <laughs> oh, that's. I'm sorry. That's good. 
It's Jaeger. It's Jaeger. <laughs> Jaeger's delicious. <laughs> it's, it's I'm going to go ahead and go. Just be honest, Jaeger's Deer Blood. That was our right? best one in two seasons. I was always told seasons. Jaeger's Deer Blood. <laughs> That's easily Jaeger's our best one in two seasons. Is Jaeger's Deer Blood, right? What the fuck? No, Jaeger's oh, not Deer Blood. It's... Playing. That was a joke, guys. Uh, like, oh, it's Dragon Blood. Hey, I mean, listen, we would uh, happily let me just go accept and... a <laughs> oh, yeah. Jägermeister. An advertiser yes. for Jägermeister. I okay. absolutely love Jäger. Uh, listen, I'm going to say it. That was really tasty. Yeah, it was. Let's get into the review. So one of the things about a Terminator movie is that the structure is always pretty similar, is you have the first scene in the future. Yo, so this happens in 2029. Are you ready for a nuclear future holocaust anytime yes, soon? Yes, I am what absolutely. Fuck? One thousand. Am I, I the will only person it. rooting for this? Like, let's go, let's go. This, let's blow it up and start over. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. So you're like Skynet. Just like I, if not, Skynet was available so right now, Skynet I would give them the code. Like, let's go, Skynet. Let's go. How much money do I need to put? Speaking to of Skynet, <laughs> I was so disappointed because I knew about Skynet because I, you know, I'm. It's Skynet's not even a movie. I'm like, mention Skynet. Um, I just need to watch Terminator 2. Okay, so let's start by Judgment talking a little Day. bit about uh, the design of the Terminator because we get kind of a really great Guy is freaking buff. No, no, I'm talking oh. about the, the, the skeletal Terminator. Yeah, Arnold. He's no, 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 the metal he's t- Terminator. He's talking about the costume, you know, the, the, the design of the Terminator. We, that's literally at the end of the movie. Why would we do that? It is at the end of the movie, by the it way. It literally you is. Never, After you don't he's, see the Terminator. Did you not movie. watch this movie? No, I've, I did watch this movie, and the movie starts with a Terminator crushing a skull. No, it is literally it's a tank. 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 Oh, my God. It's a tank. I watched them both. <laughs> That's the second one. The second one. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't I need to watch the wanted, second one. I wanted a Terminator so, watching. Oh, that was a big mistake. So this, this, <laughs> this movie starts with a big Tonka toy that just rolls yeah. over. <laughs> and rolls over a skull. I, I, I imagine. Hey, one of, were you I, saying where the jaw was? I imagine one of my kids' toys is like, oh, I have that same like remote control. It car. really did look like <laughs> that. You know why? But, okay, it, it did was. have the hovercrafts and it did have the, the yeah, laser beams, laser beams, and, and the pew, fighting. Pew, yeah. Pew, pew. <laughs> All right, sorry about that. Um, so, well, we could edit that out, or we could just let no, that. We'll slide. Just we can, no, no, we can let that, that slide that, because that then it looks like Sean doesn't right know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> we all looked at you like. Well, no. what's really funny? So yeah, I was like, I saw the fucking movie. Is that the right movie? I got <laughs> home on Sunday and I'm like, oh, I gotta watch Terminator. And I watched it on Monday. I was like, yep. Well, okay. Well, I gotta watch Terminator too. And I watched and I was like, oh. I mean, Terminator 3 sucks, but I'll watch that one too. And then I watch Genesis. I literally have watched all the Terminators by this point. You got to understand when Sean gets into something or is about something, he actually is 100% committed. And then he'll call us, though, and he'll talk to us about it. And it's like, Sean, nobody cares about it so much. Please. Sean, it's a Tuesday. I I don't care how many many Star Trek episodes you've seen. Can every I ask you something? Every single one. Was it just me as growing up? But you know, when you saw a movie like this, like Terminator, Terminator Two, did you ever like get out of the shower and like you know, kind of do the whole like, like you know, waking up, you know, like, like standing you're up naked? About, like, <laughs> you're talking about like standing, like like kneel, kneeling down <laughs> yeah. and like standing up, like yeah. did anyone ever do that? Yeah, with of course. Of me. course. With a body like mine? Nope. 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 Haven't done that one. Kneel down, put your hand on the floor, and then just slowly rise. I mean. I used to I used to walk around Disneyland as a kid, and this is telling you too much. But I would uh, move my eyes before I move my head, <laughs> like I was Look, a fucking turner, so just to creep people out. So uh, this is actually uh, about three quarters of the way down my notes. But literally, it, it, all I wrote was Arnold's crazy eyes. Dot dot dot. Well, he's a cyborg. He bro. is creepy as a machine. Fuck. Oh, I know, I know. So he's a good actor. Oh, he is. Oh, he's he acted as governor for a while. So what's really funny is watching Sarah Connor and her fluffy hair in 1980s. Like she the, was very pretty. Very no, no. Pretty. Her friend, her friends uh, <laughs> with the iguana. No, no. What the hell the is a wo- fucking iguana with, doing in this? With movie? The it was only for the jump scare. That's the only reason. I, I know. Do a think. cat. Then everybody does a cat. Why would you have an iguana? I don't Something know. Something different. Wait, let's talk I about let's talk about seriously. Halloween like when did cat. Actually, gets through Aquanet. the Terminator gets <laughs> okay. time travel yeah. because he's butt naked. And he's like buff you know, as hell, buff as hell, and, and you got to see Bill Paxton. I was gonna say, <laughs> hey, that's Bill Paxton. I literally, it took me the second time him on screen. I was like, <sighs> he was. Cameron's loved him he since was the, the leader beginning. of the the punks. Yeah. yeah, which by the way, how stereotypically cliche can we be with eighties punks? Well, I mean, this movie also is very cliche. Like everything about this movie is is over the top and Where cliche. Where was that in L.A.? That was in L.A., right? It's Griffith Park. Yeah. Griffith Park. Yeah. yeah. Griffith Observatory. Griffin. Observatory. Griffin. Yeah, the Griffin. That's where, like, you know, the punks back so, in the '84 used to like hang out. I guess. I think it was a tactical move, and I don't know if it's on purpose, but for the Terminator to get put there, compared to like Midwest Alabama. Yeah, compared. <laughs> because, 
no, compared I, I, to compared to Kyle Reese was just like it was almost like he was playing catch up. He's like, oh shoot, they sent him. I have to go run, and they just threw Kyle Reese in the alleyway. Of a, Kyle of, Reese got the worst part of that fucking yeah, like. like you know, Kyle oh, Reese terrible. was instantly he got trans. He got <laughs> trans. He had sex. I love how you have to go through naked too, yeah. which you know you could have gone through with clothes, but James Cameron made it so that you went through naked just. Just so he could show off the physique. No, 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 no. Between no. Kyle Reese and no, Kyle he Reese. did yeah, it so true. that we could also, see Arnold's ass. And God, and dang. You saw it was the amazing. Was it a nice ass? It was a great ass. Very firm. I mean, he's a very, a very attractive body. If yes. Arnold, if you're listening to this, bro, come on the show. Yeah, come on the podcast. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love Literally. to hear from you. <laughs> I want to. By the way, I do. I want to throw this out there that I am very, very proud of Mr. Schwarzenegger because his, his, his speech in English, his. It has progressed. really progressed tremendously. He can be understood now in 1984. It no. was not. Yeah, it was. It was a little hard. Okay, so it was an idea of like I felt like the human race. They just sent somebody over, just like in a rush. No, so they threw I think that he was intentional. And he got thrown inside like the like, and uh, he got thrown inside like a, a like not an area that they knew that was right. safe. It was like, and I don't think that in Terminator Land, I don't think that they know where they're going to show up. Like I literally, a, yeah. I don't think that there's any rhyme or reason to where they go. Uh, and I will say that the world has been built out a lot since this movie. And going back and looking at this movie and watching it, I'm like, oh, so he fixed a lot of like the questions, a lot of the a lot of the mythology that surrounds Skynet, how they travel, why they travel. Like basically, the resistance had failed, yeah. and they were sending Kyle through as like their last ditch effort. So when you say it was ill-prepared, it was. They were literally like, oh my God, we lost. Kyle, go back. So what, what's interesting about this <laughs> is that if you get into like philosophy, you you get the grandfather paradox, which I don't know if you know that one, but it's the idea that if Why you- Why don't you educate us? I will educate you on this because that's all I can think about. As long as there's no Latin, I'm, nope, I'm nope. in. Yeah. Uh, it's it all though. I can think of with this, and that is the paradox, right? the philosophical paradox, which is saying that if you were to go back in time and kill your grandfather- could you have gone back in time to kill your grandfather? No. Because then you wouldn't have existed, right? And it's the exact same concept with this. No, so it's this idea. No, no. So you go so back in time to make love and so have well, a that's son. the thing is that no, that that he, Kyle had to be sent back in order exactly. for John to be the leader of the resistance. Exactly. And so what what is interesting then is so the machines go through in order to have this happen with the knowledge that them sending a, a cyborg back in time would cause Kyle Reese to go back in time to have then sex with. So Linda Hamilton. I don't think you see what I'm saying. So it's this really interesting, interesting philosophical. And I'm saying this in a positive that this movie presents the grandfather paradox in a really interesting way. And it's, it's kudos to this movie for sure. And if you, I mean, Terminator three has a lot of horrible things about it and I'm not going to go into all these other movies, you know, in the franchise. But one of the things that's interesting about that one is that, he comes back saying that he's going to basically save the world from Skynet, which they did in number two. And he lets judgment day happen because it has to happen in order for the world to progress. And it's yeah. a totally like, like, like exactly what you're saying. That was like the best part of that movie, by the way. When you, for you, sure. Yeah, I remember right. that. I was like, Oh, it makes sense. Yes. But so yeah. I was thinking though, you said the resistance lost, but that's the Terminator got sent back first to kill Sarah Connor. So the resistance won. The resistance was losing. So it was like there was no clear winner or loser. The the Sanya was just like, hey, let's just send somebody back and just kill this off right now. I think that well, Skynet was just the resistance sent something about second. So you think about it. Terminator got sent back first because they were losing. I think no, Scott. No, winning. I think Sky. I think the Resistance found out that they sent a Terminator, and and John Connor then realized that he had to send someone back to defend his mom. I see. I was always on the assumption that it was they or they found a way to actually defeat, you know, Skynet. That's what I thought too. And so that's he why, and, and so that's that's why the, the Terminator. Effort, the last effort was from the <clears throat> Skynet saying. Send back the Terminator exactly to kill, to kill so they won't win. That's what I thought too. So um, okay, well that's I mean that makes a little bit more sense it, to me. The the brilliance of this movie is not about the setup; it's about the payoff. So I've always focused on Kyle falling in love and 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 not realizing that he actually is the father. Who tr who created this story? Because James this, Cameron. James Cameron this is wrote amazing to write just out of the blue in the eighties, like. This is pretty like intensive, like really out there with his head. Like, who would have thought about this? At he this actually time? thought about this because he had like a, like some type of like a fever nightmare dream. And I read I read this is like he dreamt something like a metal death figure coming out of a fire, and that's how he got like the premise of like Terminator. Brandon, what did you say? 
You said it was Tammy. Yeah, this Portman. was actually uh, based off of two. Well, Twilight Harlan, Harlan Ellison, uh, who is a prolifically important science fiction writer, had written two uh, two episodes, two teleplays for Twilight Zone, and actually um, sued James Cameron and the Terminator franchise because of the comparison or the similarity to his um, to his Twilight Zone episodes. And if you look, the first uh, credits at the end of the movie is a special thanks to Harlan Ellison, which I read. Um, James Cameron did not want to put in because he didn't want to admit the fact that he basically stole some thoughts. But from, I mean, everything is stolen from everything, everything at this point. Well, which, to be fair, everything is stolen from so Shakespeare. He was yeah, it's all, it's all, I mean, all Shakespeare. There's only a couple ways to tell a story at this point. <laughs> or is there? Or is there? Stay tuned. <laughs> the story of us right now. Think about it. So, hey, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry, no, go ahead. No, I just want to get into like the story, especially like how cool is like the hero is Kyle Reese, who's not like really the muscle, like, you know, freaking buff guy. He's just like this ordinary guy. But, you know, dude, he is an action hero, man. Michael Bean owns this movie, Love dude. Love Michael Bean. He came in like he was in Aliens. Yeah, he was Corporal Hicks, man. Whoa. Like he, he threw out some good movies at, at some time in his career. I thought this guy, it, it was a good actor for the part. I personally feel like I know Brandon is not liking this, but I feel like I mean, look, you look, you're in the '80s here, okay? Like, what are you expecting? We just did The Godfather two weeks ago, uh, which is phenomenal. No, I can because that was literally. Did you want Brando? You want before. you want you want? I want acting. You want Brando in this I, part? You know what I saw? You want I saw Brando? Here, you know what I saw? I saw Junior. Come with me on the live. I'll make you an offer you can't refuse. Quality acting up on screen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but literally, these are three of the worst acting performances I've ever seen. Now, Schwarzenegger, I totally get that you you have been learning the language and you've gotten so good at it. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm be, huge yeah, fan of why. you. Huge <laughs> fan of you. But literally, we're, I mean, come on. If you're going to separate your your heart from it, I, I agree. The story is kick ass. The story is phenomenal. I am so on board with the story. But the presentation is pathetic. See, and the presentation, and what I mean by the presentation, I really mean the actors and the characters. There's no real character development. I mean, the acting, well, and, and, and I do think it's because of the acting. Like, uh, the acting's terrible. So I, I would agree with you that there's no character development because there's the, the intent of the story is not to develop the characters. The intent of Every the story... Every story needs to no, have no, some form okay. of character development, uh, in so, some form. Let me just tell you, that's why number two is so much better, is because number two, you actually learn what Sarah Connor becomes and her son John, you get to know him and there's much more personality. This movie was about, it all took place over like what, 24 hours? But like the literally quality of well, a probably movie, 36 hours? The quality of a movie cannot depend on the movies that come after it. That's not how we, I we understand should that. be rating I, this. I, I, I understand yeah. that. What I'm saying is that this movie was not about developing the characters. Uh, it was about developing the story and the world. And the world and the story are phenomenal. The fact that the fact that Michael Bean might have overacted his part slightly uh, and that you, the fact that Linda Hamilton was kind of ditzy and different and weird. I, I get that you don't like the portrayals of the characters, I don't, but yeah. they are very stereotypical 80s characters. They're very stereotypical 80s movie characters. If you're going to look at that too, look at Star Wars 1 just by itself. Yeah. You watch your mouth. Harrison Ford? Oh my God. Darth Vader? We're, 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 we're going there? Char- we're I mean, really going there. You want character development. Mark Hamill. Mark like, Hamill? Like, Mark like, Hamill. Obi-Wan Which Kenobi, you have all these characters no, that no, you know. Great. Oh, watch your freaking <laughs> mouth with <laughs> Alec Guinness. You, you know them you about like, the whole history. I'm just Overall, saying, just one movie. Character development. I love was there enough episode in one four. movie? I'm just saying. Yes. I'm just saying to you. You know damn well there is. All I'm saying, I thought Brandon, that we were Star Wars friends. Brandon, are, that I'm can't saying, I'm bullshit. You. you say that can't. You, you can't look at story as the only factor of of rating a movie. You also can't look at acting as the only. Oh, I agree, and factor. that's why. And, and my score is going to indicate that. But to me, for this to be considered such an important film, and to me, this is also it. Really, is jumping into the same realm as Die Hard, where the acting for Bruce Willis in that film, and the acting for really the three. But I'll I'll, I'll pin it down to the two with um with Michael Bean and then Linda Hamilton. It was so bad that it took me out of the moment, See, which they had created so beautifully. They really weird, did. What's weird to me about all of this that you're talking about mm-hmm. is that these characters that are created by these actors that you don't think have done a good job are iconic. John McClane is an iconic fucking character Understood. that is beloved by millions and of people. Because people the Terminator watch- is a iconic villain that is loved by millions of people. Sarah Connor is the female empowerment oh, of no, strength. Oh, no, no. Ripley. Ripley is. Okay. Come on, we talked well, about that a couple weeks ago. Well, it's the same director, same writer, and everything like that, but I agree with you with, with Sean. You know, bad. like, you have these characters that are developed here in this particular movie. Like, it's the first movie when you think about it. It's not going to be 
the greatest thing. It is what it is. Well, it's, it's made. It wasn't thought to be a sequel. It's not like it's also a schlock film. It's not. So, it's, it's a. It's a, when you think about it, it's a B-rated movie. It's, it's a totally a B movie, and it's the, the biggest problem, movie though, that uh, Michael Bean has ever done. But we're supporting poor acting by a kick-ass story. I'm saying there needs to be a balance. There needs to be a balance. I, I, I and I, I will be the first, or at least I'll be the fourth, to admit that this story is amazing. I love the story, and I knew the story going in. Right, I knew that it was about time travel I knew that it was about a robot going back to kill somebody before they conceived a child that would lead a rebellion and resistance I mean that to me so, is amazing and on I, paper it's I great and I understand what you're, where you're going not. but understand the other side of this which is in order to make this movie functional in Hollywood a, not 100 but let's say the majority of the money went to special effects, went to developing technology that would change film forever. It didn't go to paying Meryl Streep to be Sarah Connor. And I know you're shaking but your you head. I know. find I, other no, actors. I understand. Because these weren't the only actors I understand. Who, who, who I understand what tried you're saying. Out for the, All I'm saying auditioned. is you're also looking at a director who notoriously has bad acting in his movies. James Cameron notoriously. Are you kidding me? Yes. Bill fucking Alien, Paxton yes, in Bill Titanic? Paxton. Hey, wait, wait, wait. You guys are always knocking on Bill Paxton. He's terrible. Bill Paxton is a fucking treasure. <laughs> he's a fucking I, treasure. Listen, I love him. I love Bill Paxton. I love him. Let's not pretend he's, a, he's, he is he's the, like the greatest actor. I'm not saying he's the greatest actor, but he's a fucking treasure. He's yo. got a goddamn... What, what uh, was it? A uh, Finn, yeah, whatever you want. You know, you know, like, you know, like he got like a tire mark. He got like a tire mark tattoo on his face. I love it. Let me just tell you, the acting that I saw from Bill Paxton in this movie is the same acting I saw in Tombstone. Hey, I don't mean to cheat the subject, but honestly... He was in The Mandalorian? He was also in Tombstone. Michael Bean was in The Mandalorian. Yeah, he, he was, was the gunslinger. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was in The Rock. God, that's a great movie. We should do that movie. So Michael Bean, is, he became a good actor. Yeah, well, Michael Bean is a good actor. The problem with Michael Bean, and, I, and this maybe is no offense too. to Michael Bean, is that his looks were not significant enough to get him leading roles. Right. And he was not good enough of an actor to be a supporting and actor. And maybe my problem, in too. In the same way like Gary Oldman is. So right. My uh, frustration yeah. might also be not necessarily the acting, but also the writing, the dialogue. You know? Once again, it's 80s. And I'm, I keep I know, but harking back to that, but look at Predator. Look at all these movies. No, we can because this movie mm. was it was about fast cuts, action, big. This was a, the type of movie. But we can't excuse poor quality did, did for Linda just... Brandon, Brandon I, think this, I, I think I have an idea what Dante's it is with, the, with how you, why you didn't like this movie. And it's not like an action movie or something like that. In, in the end of the day, this is a fucking like a serial killer slasher film. It's a horror film. It's oh, but a, it, you I, know, I but the thing is, like you know, going back to Halloween, I know that it's a, a touchy subject. That's, uh, you can't but it I'm Terminator and Halloween you, have Brandon. the same kind of like little like you know background with it. You know, you know, it's a, it's, it's true. The acting's tor- terrible. Oh, I don't. I, okay, but you think the acting's terrible, right and I understand that. But that isn't that shouldn't be enough to disqualify a movie. Or I want you to admit that perception. it's bad acting. I'm not going to say it's great acting. No, hell no. It's, I want to say I want to hear the words bad. And All right, well, on. I think a lot of movies have bad acting. <gasps> anyway, so I will just tell you, uh, because I, I do want to talk about um, something Jeremiah said, and I actually thought of it as a positive. Um, and I said, when he blows away the gun shop owner, and let's just say, R.I.P. Gremlin's dad. Oh, yeah, it was. Pour one out for him. <laughs> uh, but then also the, the, the killing of the first Sarah, like, I mean, even though we don't see it, like, that's freaking hardcore. And I loved it, because it was something that, to me, was definitely pushing against... Um, some of the, uh, the 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 zeitgeist of the time. Oh, he knocks on the door. And and just, yeah, and he just he literally just. Are blows you Sarah Connor? So, yeah. uh, and that's yeah. another plot device that I think is absolutely yes. brilliant. Is that Skynet sends back? They're technologically brilliant, right? They're they're literally computers, mm-hmm. and they don't know what fucking Sarah Connor to kill. Like that to me is so they didn't cool. Recognize right? Because it's like, hey. 20 people have the same name. Right. They didn't know that. How would you know that? I just think I it's it super was, interesting. And I thought it was great that have, each up. have their own serial number. Right. So everyone is its own different person. Uh, yeah. different. Com- no, I thought it was great to, to set this up as like, this is not a movie that's going to hold any or, or pull any punches or hold anything back. And I love that about it. All right. We're going to take a little break, get another cocktail, and we'll be back. Come with me. You're on the lift. Just on a side note, you know that this is an 80s movie. When this film is actually produced by Orion Pictures, yeah, when you fucking saw the Orion like logo, I'm like, <laughs> oh shit, this is every '80s movie that I ever watched. Every yeah, Orion, and it, like that, it's that 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 synthesizing. It's like yeah, we we know this is an '80s said, movie. Literally synth music exclamation point. All right, so we were talking about how I love it how was kind of like a scary movie, like a like yeah. it was a thriller. I never, I didn't feel like it was that though. But I see what you guys are saying, but I didn't get the feeling of that. I, yeah. I, I took it almost 
it's bad to say, a little bit of a comedy at points. It made me laugh. Oh, oh well, well, like, like, like he keeps like, getting the wrong Sarah Connor? Yeah. <laughs> and then like he went up to the Oh, punks. that person got killed. <laughs> and he, he showed up naked. It was just like little parts that made me like, chuckle a little bit, you know. I and I think it was more intimidating when you watched it initially in the eighties than it is yeah. today. Cause so much has happened since then. Cause like, even I'm watching it and I'm looking at the, um, the, some of the scenes where his face starts coming apart or he's doing the surgery on his eye. And I'm like, this is really cool. This is really bad today. Like there, there <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like, I could see the mask at times. Like I could see how yeah, bad the it face is. looks. And luckily they put the glasses on because the, the face and the mask really looks yeah, makeup dated. was coming off. See, I this, yeah. The sunglasses or... is pretty iconic with yeah. like Terminator. Like when you think of Terminator, with the you eye, see, the red eye, yeah. but you see, yeah, you see this like the and sunglasses it's, and it's supposed to be a little corny. Like it's yeah. supposed to be a little tongue in cheek. That's vintage James Cameron at this time in his career. All he was doing was kind of like aliens is the same theme. It's the same tone. It's, Fun, loud, big movies. They're not these super dramas. They're not. They're not supposed to be serious, realistic movies. They're supposed to be big, bold, uh, you know, big, bold experiences. So yes or no? In in Terminator Two, it's Arnold who says, "Come with me if you want to live." Well, Arnold basically becomes the good Terminator. Kyle Reese right. said it first. In right. Right. I was yeah. waiting for him to say it. No, obviously, no. I knew it didn't come because I know he's not coming if you want to live. Terminator Two, right. but it was just Kyle so Reese. weird to hear. Not with the accent, and it's yeah. really cool when you see in Ter- Terminator Two. Not to spoil it, but when you when he tells that to her, Sarah Connor, you're like she's freaking out. Like I can't believe you fucking just said that. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it's, initially, I mean, and this movie has made her terrified of Terminators. She right? knows it's about so to come. Imagine, it's yeah, coming. So imagine you now have a child, mm-hmm. and you're and he shows up, and he shows up, and you mm-hmm. want to fucking kill him. Because he, you know, it was hard to it was hard enough not to kill the first one. T one thousand, right? He's a T eight hundred. Yeah, I like yeah. how seriously, like both like how Arnold Schwarzenegger and Michael Bean, like they get like all brought into time travel naked and they get dressed up and they all look like cool eighty hipster fucking <laughs> people, dude. I thought I, they were so like, cool looking, dude. The trench coat, his, the his Nike like, kicks were like. When the did shit. he get that undershirt though? Anybody so he, else? Yeah, so he was in the department store. Yeah. So yeah, that's where he, he got did, it. Yeah. He got all his clothes from the department also, store. Also, you, you realize not Michael, the undershirt. He came out naked uh, with only the trench coat, and, then and all he sudden, put all the clothes. Shot. Yeah, he put all the clothes on in the department store. <laughs> Well, did you guys see that zoom there, in there on the Nike? Homeless, yeah. There was a and homeless person. The, the product, product, placement, Nike? product placement. Product placement. Oh my god! There was, was a like, uh, was homeless great. person you took some clothes from. Right. The yeah. The pants. the pants. He took the my pants. pants. He took my pants. <laughs> yeah. Now, like, and I don't know if I know. I probably miss saw it, but I thought that the, the homeless guy was still wearing pants. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was uh, long johns. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Homeless. Well, it's cold in Griffith Park. So my my question to you is. Who what's who is the best character in the Terminator franchise? I mean, it has to be the Terminator. Well, it's, yeah, or Sarah it, Connor because uh-huh. he 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 played the bad guy the first movie and Christian the, the Bale guy. I don't <laughs> no. want to ruin it. Anything, he was John Connor. He's the good guy. I don't know. Part. Eddie Furlong was pretty good too. Is Eddie um, was yeah. fucking dope. But let's get back. So let's get back to this. We've got um, kind of. I think three major moves in this movie. You've got the initial chase where Sarah and, and Kyle are kind of together being chased by the Terminator. Then she gets to the police precinct. Then you have the battle of the police precinct, <laughs> the battle where, of the massacre. Yeah. Then she realizes that, she, that her only hope is Kyle. And then they finish off the movie. I like together. the first battle sequence or the battle, like the first confrontation in the Technor <laughs> fucking club, the eighties club. Right. And it's pretty cool when it's everything's slow motion. You're just like, you hear that kind of uh, the best part of the score. I'm not really a big fan of the, the, the score but when you hear dun 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 and it's very slow motion and you yeah. see like you him know, walking up to her yeah behind her, her bat's well, face into him and i like her 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 roommate and and her boyfriend are just like very going Halloween. at it very right to me well it's, it's very james cameron to me it's, it's this movie just you can the, see james cameron that boyfriend went toe to toe with the terminator i was actually surprised guy man he just he just you know it's hard to fight, fight a, a, a machine guy with a with their speedos on is anybody else i mean and, okay, and, and this tight. is just an inappropriate <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna ask an inappropriate question Here you are but when she like she made food and got milk dude did you with, see that fucking sandwich? sandwich coitus like what because that is to me the stereotype cliche that you you do one of two things after sex you smoke a cigarette or you, or you go and make yourself a some food, sandwich. which I got to be honest, my experience is no. <laughs> you don't go rushing to the refrigerator. <laughs> so you never come out. You never come out like having sex and like listening to your Walkman and just like banging your head. You <laughs> well, know? Did, did you see that they were having sex with the Walkman in? I was like, what the, the walk- hell? Yeah, I mean, uh, once oh. again, product placement. Product did, placement. You, did, did you hear the song? It was like intimacy. Yeah. <laughs> 
intimacy. Um, I do want to ask. I do have a question for you guys. Uh, but um, I do want to ask, why did it take Kyle so long for him to approach Sarah? Like, he says that he was waiting for the Terminator to show up, but like... They come in all forms, Why? And he knows... Well... Yeah, but he knows I'm exactly... Gonna, I'm going to be truthful. He was using her as, as bait, bait to try and draw out the Terminator. Yeah, he didn't oh. want to show himself to... The Terminator. He was waiting for it. Interesting. Okay, I see it now. Yeah. So I, the I other side that. of it is that I think that she wouldn't have believed him unless she saw. I would agree with that. The Terminator. Yeah. So the, it's it's multiple multiple layered. Yeah. To me, it was it was frustrating because here, here's what fr- bothered me. So he's here's there. What bothered you, here's the movie. what bothered you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to really hard to not talk about the acting until uh, the rating. Um, Okay, so he's there, and he's there to protect her, and he knows that this is kind of time sensitive, and like the, there's somebody there trying to find Sarah Connor and kill her. And he goes and takes a nap in the car, right? Which we get this this flashback, which is a great thing to give us the background he story of like what he, he took a out nap from being yeah. exhausted. I think he passed out from exhaustion. Truth be told, you know what you can't do what? though: be exhausted when you're trying to save a life in the past. Well, I mean, the other side of this, see what I'm saying? I, I agree with you. But the other side of this is that James Cameron is an opportunistic director, and I'll say it a million times. He his style is let's get it done. Let's worry not worry about the details. He wants to get from scene to scene. He wants to show you the story. He's more of a visual director more than anything. Yeah, it's not yeah. for him. It's not about it's not about developing, you know, inner logical characters that co- coalesce. Titanic was very much like that, mm-hmm. but that he was 50 when he did Titanic. 40. God, I love the Titanic. Did we anyone, should do that one too. Did anyone feel pretty pissed off of the I don't think he was a detective, but he was oh there. yeah, when he died, uh, well, he, oh he pissed me I off. I feel like he knew he had this feeling, he had this vibes of like, well, maybe she might, she's she's really honest. Here. I actually thought he was a really good police he was a officer, great yeah. character, and he a was great, a great character, yeah. well acted. But it was the, the, well the therapist, though. The therapist, oh. the therapist is a piece of shit. Oh, oh my so god, he was, he's actually in all three. Dude, yeah. <laughs> is he really? Who is? It's the so therapist. good. It's so good to go back to this. It's so good to go back to this and see the therapist because he's a really like a big you know part of part two. Really? Yeah. And it's so funny because you see this whole situation he's like fuck he missed so out funny i wanted him to die so bad but then he gets he out just out. when the terminator well, comes and, in in terminator 3 he's like an older older guy mm-hmm. and he finally sees i think he finally he finally sees it number three and he's like oh my god she was telling the truth the whole, <laughs> this whole time <laughs> so um yeah so i think we also need to focus a little bit on uh, the special effects and the acting uh with regard to arnold and the cyborgness of him I think that some for someone who yeah. I mean I know that you don't like the acting I get that but he really embraced and tried really hard to embody this cybernetic being and I know that sounds dumb but purposely we, we just be did, like harder like sharper like movements right we just did alien oh, no, totally right get it. yeah and, and if we're talking about the the super or special effects. The scene where he's taking out the eye, to me, I'm, I mean, I don't like the whole like operation stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was Squirman watching that, and that was, you know, a really quick scene. So I thought that, that the makeup was really well done. The glowing red eye, I thought it was great. Um, the mask looked fake, but at the same time, I will give that a buy See, on 1984. And I think it looked fake in some scenes, and it looked fantastic in other scenes. It was almost like... I don't think they had that much of a budget, and so they had to just use what they had to do. But, but you got to give that out to Stan Winston. Stan Winston. Stan Winston. I mean, he created a uh, he he designed uh, almost like a movie monster, man. Right. It stands the test of time when you think about the Terminator, the cyber machine, and and T one hundred. What I thought it. was what I thought was super engaging about the Terminator as a character is that he just didn't stop. He just kept coming, and it's the same concept with Jaws. It's the same concept with a lot of different uh, villain characters. Where I mean, Darth Vader just kept coming. This was the quintessential. I'm just never stopping until I kill you. Like he was cr- at the end of the movie, he's cut in half, crawling towards Sarah Connor. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, he has yeah. some moment still left in him that he was still trying to complete the mission. Like he's that's computer. his mandate. You're talking about scripts, but I thought like the line was like he can't be bargained with, he can't be reasoned with, he doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. He and absolutely will not stop you until you're dead. Right. I mean, that's seriously like the most like scariest thing when something's after you and it just doesn't stop. And I think Sarah Connor as a character, uh, it was so fun to go back because like everyone else, T2 is is the one I remember her in. This one, she's totally not what she she's is in not T2. in T2. Yeah. She's, she's like, innocent. Yeah. She's she's kind of a victim in, in this one a little bit more than, you know, unassuming. She's just yeah. she, she she's not prepared. So and, and then um, we also have uh 
kind of the iconic I'll be back moment, right? So this is a movie that is defined by a line. Like, you're going to need a bigger boat from Jaws. This is I'll when he's back. in the in the police sink, right? Right, the police yeah. precinct. <laughs> that fucking police officer. And then he freaking drives his car into the police precinct. Like, dude, that shit was hard. I don't remember dude. that. So, like, it's funny now when he says, I'll, he, he's looking at, it like, the layout, right? Right. So he's just, like... Analyzing it. Yeah, analyzing. So he's just, like, I'll be back. Well, you had RoboCop come out probably... Four year, about three years year. later on. Right. So, and that was like a kind, gentle version of the Terminator <laughs> in some respects. And I do love me some Peter Weller. Peter Weller, if you ever want to come on the podcast, we'd be happy to have you. Yes, please. <laughs> Peter Weller is so dope. I fucking love yeah. Peter Weller. So he, um, he, he pretty much goes ham on the police precinct right. while Kyle Reese is being locked up. Right. So you've got, uh, you, and you've got this kind of a, t- a change to me in tone in the movie because it goes from like, you have the, the, the discotheque scene, right? Where, she, where the, he's, he's trying to get her. She knows he's after her. And she thinks the best and safest place is with the police. He mows them down like, <laughs> like they're not even. A, you know, like it's so crazy. Uh, when I was little and watching this, I'm like, oh, man, he's those cops. Oh, you know, 19, 20 people. And then I'm thinking to myself like, oh, shit. That's a family member right there. Yeah. Oh fuck, this is horrible. Like, this is so oh my fucking God, did graphic. Did you just get married? Like, and dude, he—it was like kind of scary because it reminds me of those like those back in the days when we used to like grow up with those LA shootouts, you know? Yeah. You know where you're just like these uh, men that just have these automatic weapons that tear these people apart, and you're just like seeing this. You're like, fuck, this is hardcore. Yeah, and the fact that he went in there and just destroyed. Like the entire LAPD, basically, <laughs> um, and then she escapes. Like, I mean, I'm not. I'm trying not to just come in and be like, "Come on!" But there's two people who survive. Yeah, I've got thirty cops. Yeah, well, thirty dead all, people and two people survive, and it's the two of them. All the cops went forward, and then they snuck out. They the back. snuck out the back <laughs> window. Yeah, he, he just happens to pick that room that she's hiding under a, a desk at. I was just kind of thinking the same thing. Like, man, he just like shot like the whole police station. Like. Where is like the SWAT team and where's the? Yeah, I was wondering the same thing. Like, shouldn't there be a SWAT team coming up? Kevlar <laughs> vest, maybe. I don't know. But again, this is 1980s. It's a, it's a, just a and different. This mentality. guy pretty much. I want you to remember that, Sean. Now when we do Goonies, <laughs> you go. It's the 1980s. Yeah, I do actually. That, 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 can I can I can I talk about acting in that, that one? That excuse. Yes. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> that excuse gets you. Like a little bit of leeway, but that movie's a fucking train. So wreck. tell me, you gotta watch your mouth. <laughs> I haven't voted yet. That's gonna be an interesting yet. episode. I'm, I'm just Listen, saying, guys. I'm gonna watch it again with an open Listen, heart, open eyes. I haven't voted yet. This the, the station scene to me that was so reminiscent of the Matrix. Right when when Neo just walks in. Also, another great movie that we should probably think about doing at some point. <laughs> um, but no, he just walks in and he just is like, boom. See, I'm done I doing guess, it. I guess the way that I look at this and movie so, is it, it, it opened the door for so many different genres. And to me, it, I would it say action. Push cross genre. Yeah. This was science fiction meets yeah. action yeah. meets horror. horror yeah. It was a very uh, a cross genre movie. And you also, I, I once again, I know you don't like the acting, but this launched Arnold Schwarzenegger's career. You know, in a big way. You put him into the. It put him in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had done Conan. Mm-hmm. Which and then he did a sequel to Conan mm-hmm. after this, mm-hmm. but uh, this movie launched no, him didn't. as this. Uh, I think I honestly will believe it launched the '80s big muscle bound movies. It, we had Stallone, Stallone you yeah, had Schwarzenegger, right. you had uh, everybody Snipes, in the Expendables. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Was, I mean it, it launched a whole genre of movie after mm-hmm. this. Uh, agreed. So yeah, so after, this, after this, the big one he did was Aliens. Are you right? talking James about Cameron. James Cameron? And then the Abyss. The Abyss is, yeah, he did The Abyss. Oh, I forgot The Abyss. The Abyss is good. That's another Bill Paxton, and baby. True Lies. Oh, no, True Lies was so Abyss good. Abyss is not oh, in Bill Paxton. Lies. True Lies is Bill Paxton. No, the Abyss, Abyss is Bill the Paxton. Abyss is Bill Paxton. Uh, Bill, uh, True Lies, he's not in. No, yeah, Bill he is. Pa- he's in. He's I mean a, this in the best way. He's, the, not, Ab- Paxton, he's not in the movie. Yeah, in Abyss? Oh, no. I promise you. Michael Bean is in The Abyss. Ed Harris. Ed Harris is in it. I get Ed Harris mixed up with, yeah. That was Wait, Ed Harris. Paxton West is not World? in the abyss? No. no. He is in the Titanic. All right, so after they leave the police station, we have the hotel scene, and this is where you first get the inkling that actually John, or that Kyle, uh, Kyle Reese is John Connor's father because they consummate their relationship. Yeah, I was kind oh, of wondering so about the whole thing. Like, away. how does a sex scene get involved in this movie? You know, I get it. It's the 80s. He saved her life like four times. Yeah, but all of a sudden you're just do. like, my God, I just I just want to hook up now. 
Listen, I'm going to say something that uh, you're probably not going to like, which is a negative. Um, <clears throat> at the end of the movie, she, in her beautifully pointless um, voiceover, says that they lived a lifetime's worth of memories. How long have they known each other? It's not about Two that. Two or three days. But when, when they had it's sex the end once, of the world, when it's the end of the world, and you think you're going to die. People write songs about it. My I, life is brilliant. My, my love, love is pure. pure. Great song, guys. Wait, what was the? Is that the movie? Wait, is that the song that played? She was on a subway during that game where the she was with another man, right? You're beautiful. Yeah, no, was it that? It was. You're beautiful. Walk on by. So I guess. I guess. Great song. I guess. I guess. I guess. I answered my question. Her life was brilliant. Her love was pure. You know, what? I a take it back. That was great. It was a lifetime's worth. It only, makes sense. It was a lifetime's worth. The only thing that she, the only thing she knew she was, was another man. <laughs> the only thing she knew was Kyle Reese was on her <laughs> side, to that song right. on the way home and now. she knew. Well, and it was almost. It was almost like also predicted. Like I'm supposed to have, I'm supposed to have a baby, and I know Kyle Reese. He he he. He had realized. No clue. Oh, he no, he was an idiot. He was an idiot. You think so? Yeah, no but clue. He was holding his damn picture. Yeah, but she was just like. I'm supposed to have this baby. Why not have it with you? Because you're, you're the person who's protecting See, I don't me. think she was trying to have a baby. I think that was just a, a happy accident. Gotta be honest. Thought it was going to happen in the sewers. And I was like, Because <laughs> he's like, I'll keep you warm. So, uh, actually, no, he didn't say it like that. He's like, like, ostrich. So, I'll keep you warm. Me, let me just, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to attack you side? for a moment. Oh, fuck. Okay. okay. You're going to be on my side. So to suggest that love needs time is yes. just kind of ridiculous. It doesn't. You 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 don't know how people's hearts are going to react in a certain situation. I mean, I would hope that you could fall in love in a moment, in a glance, in a look. A lifetime's need, worth, though. Yes, I, I because did. that's what it feels like. I could be on a subway. I fell in love with another man. I fell in love with I'm just saying that. I fell in love with the moment. I'm, I'm saying that you can't judge. You can't judge a relationship based on what you went through in your relationship because. Sometimes it is just a glance. I mean, I knew that I loved Natalie Portman the first time I <laughs> saw her. You literally in a two weeks ago decided <laughs> the first that time you, you saw her, where? eyes at her. Huh? Where I saw her in a helmet in Garden State. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. So let's. Uh, the, let's can we talk the about how climax? Yeah, right? the no. climax. The, the yeah, well, the how the robot, the chase, which how chase? He was the in the. I think he was in the factory, and they were running away from the Terminator. Mm-hmm. There were some scenes that I mean. That really took the part. It was just like, oh, it's horrible. Like the, the, visual just the visual effects. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, yeah. God. The robot chasing you until you close the door and you locked the door. Like, so to me, the the look of the robot, which you was, you opened with. Yeah, sorry T2. about that. <laughs> the look of the robot, I thought was super badass. I really did. And and granted, I've known it. I've seen it. Even though I hadn't seen the movies, I knew that that was what, what he looked like. And so that wasn't like, a, oh my gosh. But I thought it was really, really kick-ass. But yeah, the, the, the animation, it was so bad. I would have rather they put a suit on somebody. Yeah. And, and, like I, I'm, and granted they tried to make it and, and he cut it in a way that kind of, yeah, but it's so stealthy. Yeah. Like, you know, like I said, it was hit and miss for me with the yeah. special effects. Cause some of the special effects were really, really good. Like close-ups were really good. Close-ups were great. But when you actually had to have the Terminator move, Moving. it just didn't hit. However, I saw an interview with Stan Winston. He's like on the first movie, we faked it. Yeah. By the time the second movie came around, he built a freaking Terminator that walked and like moved and like killed people, and it was much better. It was much Obviously. better. Which with more Terminators, by the way, that was pretty cool. I'm now yeah. I'm just thinking about Terminator. 2. Speaking of Terminator Two, didn't kind of have like a, a mirror of like? So that was a great scene where she was removing his chip in the mirror. Is that what you're talking about? Well, no, I'm talking about like in the the factory. It just like it almost mirrored like, hey, this is exactly what's going to kind of happen in part two in the factory. Like, you know, the yeah. killer's chasing. It was pretty crazy. I'm like, whoa, shit. This is well, like, look. James Cameron does love his industrial scenes. <laughs> I mean, that's the, he loves he loves chains hanging yeah. and that that corrugated metal yeah. flooring. He likes the sound it makes when people run. I mean, have you seen Aliens? Half the movie is running on corrugated metal. Yeah, with steam coming out of everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Steam. I, I've never seen so much steam in a factory in my life. Just <laughs> bursting out of corners. And then because it's bad. And there's always like the sounds like a bow from the distance. It's like, pow, pow, pow. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so they finally defeat the Terminator. And I think this was one of the. Kyle Reese died, though. Yeah, Kyle did die. And I was. I was and he should have died dude. in the car accident, which he did die. And then all of a sudden, dude's dead. And all of a sudden, the Terminator's there. And he's like, I can run. Let's go. 
I can limp. It's so <laughs> '80s action movie. Yeah, uh, that the one know. line in the movie is like, "Get up, soldier!" Get up, soldier. On your like, feet, soldier. Oh, my, oh see, oh, okay, but on that one's feet, that one's soldier. used. That That's one's where Shauna, again. Hold Sha- on, uh, uh, <laughs> Sarah, Shauna, stop. Touch, Sarah Connor realized I'm supposed to be this awesome badass person, and he told me he's like, "All right, well, get up now, like, let's but go." They use it, soldier. So that, okay, I agree that that was not the greatest line in this movie, but they use it again in Terminator Two, and it's. So basically, what you're saying is they just rehash the script. No, it's just better. Terminator. No, 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 no. no. no, no. Terminator Two. That's what I'm getting from. Terminator Two. You get all the main lines are just so. Terminator Two is so fucking good. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's literally not even close. Well, Well, let's also say you're Terminator, fucker. Well, let's smile, you son of a bitch. It's 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 the '80s, bro. <laughs> Come on, Jerry. You got to back me up on that one. It's a bad line. You're termi- you're terminated. You, I can't wait for you to see the second part I'm where he goes, Hasta la vista. And when you blow some away, he's the Asta. It's great. And that's okay. and I've seen the end, right? That's when he goes in like molten lava or something. Or molten. It's a foundry. <laughs> Obviously. With metal. Uh, and and this. <laughs> right. Because believe it or not, I have seen that part of this. <laughs> last name was just like yeah, this. It's the thumbs up. It's good. It's a good movie. Oh my God. <laughs> so that brings now? us to the inner review. Now it's time in the podcast where each of the hosts provides his score on the following scale. Eddie, can you please yes. provide? Yes. All right. Zero, the perfect movie. You don't need shit to enjoy it. One, a feel good first cocktail. Two, a happy buzz. Three, you're in the Uber or lifting home. Four, a rough morning watch of shame. Five blacked out shit face spring break drunk. Can you be happy when you read these? <laughs> Ever? Are you the Terminator? Literally, are you are you cyborg? Six. <laughs> there is no six. Beep. <laughs> He's malfunctioning. Gentlemen, let's start with. Don't do it to me. Eddie, I'll go, I'll go first. <laughs> I'll go first. I'll get this out of the way. Uh, it's hard to. Uh, grade this after some of the movies we've done uh this is a movie that definitely i feel like it's worth seeing no matter what so i feel like if i would like i remember parts of the movie noah and jacob both my boys saw this movie and it stopped them and dead in the traps when like when everything was hitting the fan when shit was hitting the fan they were like what's going on why is that guy like just chasing with like guns you know bullets firing everywhere it's a cool action-packed movie the acting I agree with Brandon. It's 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 much to be desired. Um, I feel like there could be. I, I mean, it is what it is. It's an '80s movie. I I think of other '80s movies, and I think of other movies we've done. It doesn't hold up the same level. Like, um, but acting, it's an A plus with one person for me because he's from uh, what's the Austria. I, I think he did that. He kind of did. I, like he won me <laughs> over. But everyone else is just like, yeah. They get like C's, and but you know, so it balances out after the very end. But the action-packed movie part of it, I really enjoyed. Um, there's the special effects that definitely didn't hit towards the end of the movie. Uh, I felt like you do see a buildup of okay, this is chapter B by itself. You, know, you knew it, uh, part two was coming. I, I was kind of confused of her going out to the desert for no reason with a horse with no name. It was kind of just out there. I, I was kind of confusing. Yeah, it's like okay, well, you know. I personally think this movie is uh, definitely watchable. Uh, 8 out of 10 is a little high on the internet movie database. Um, I love the movie. I like part 2 better. Um, I'm giving this a 1.75. All right. Jeremiah? I think it's better than the average movie. Jeremiah? Do you want me to go or do you want you to go? No, I'll go, yo. Uh, this is the film that started it for James Cameron and Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think it actually represents the 1980s in a lot of ways. I feel like this movie is more than a slasher film than a science fiction film, but I think that stands away from other termination films, and I think that's pretty cool. Now, this is no T2, and we all definitely agree that, and I'm pretty sure one of these days Brandon's going to see T2, and he's going to be on the boat. I mean, seriously. He'll be on the T2 boat. (laughs) The T2 boat. The music doesn't vibe for me. I mean, they have like the best theme ever, but most of it was like this crazy synthesizer weird thing that just didn't like make sense to me. The script is a little thin and it's aged a little bit with the visual effects, but hands down, I think this is one of Arnold's best role next to T2 and Kindergarten Cop. I'll keep that one right there. I love Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> Kindergarten Cop's magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I also think Michael Bean is like a badass action hero, man. I fucking, I bought into it, yo. So I think, Cameron was able to show his hints of his being a true visionary. I mean, Cameron's vehicle. I mean, he foresaw like 
the rise of technology and the machines and the, how we all depend on it and everything like that, man. So it's no T2, but it's a pretty cool film, yo. So this is a 2.25 for me, yo. You want me to go, Brandon? Yes. Okay. So uh, I remember this film. I mean, I've seen it a thousand times, but I remember this film kind of uh, as part of a series, not necessarily standing on its own. So when I, when I sat down to watch it, it was kind of in a new light because uh, I was looking at it as a standalone movie. And the problem that I had with it is exactly what Jeremiah said. Um, the special effects don't, don't hold up nearly uh, as much as T2. And now, you know, uh, the script is a little thin. I think it's revolutionary. I think it's wonderful. I do think that it has some drawbacks in character development and in some dialogue I don't think is particularly good or at least it's dated. Um, I agree with Brandon. I think the acting is subpar, uh, except for uh, Arnold. I think Arnold actually, like Eddie said, I think he did. A, he was the perfect Terminator. Like yeah. um, that being said, uh, I look at the impact and the legacy of the movie, and I think that does contribute significantly to how audiences feel about it. Uh, I think that people feel like this movie started a movement. It started a, a trend in film, and you like you like the things, even if they're not necessarily perfect on all counts, you like them because they bring you something extra. And this movie brought you something extra. It brought you into a world that you'd never seen before, a science fiction mixed with horror, mixed with uh, so many different elements. And for that, I think it deserves a lot of praise. I don't think that this is um, a below average movie, but I think it's right on that line of average on our scale. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with a 2.25. I think that well, is kind of where it should way sit. Way too low then. Shit. Yeah. So um, for me, I, I could not help but being completely underwhelmed. Um, I, w I went into this and again, this is probably my fault. Went into this with huge high expectations, hoping for something that's just going to blow me away because I'd always heard that T2 is way better than T1 um, or just the T. Um, that said, I Jeez. was so disappointed. Like last night I had to pause it like three times, look over at my wife and be like, Oh my God, I can't do it. <laughs> and, uh, it, it, it does come a lot down to, well, it comes down to the acting. And I, I was uh, explaining off mic, um, that for me, acting doesn't have to be perfect, but I have, it has to be believable. Like into some regards, I don't care what kind of, uh, what kind of genre it is or not. Um, I totally see what you guys are saying as far as its impact on film, but if we're talking about its impact on film as being the first horror sci-fi movie, we did Alien, right? That was a movie that I can get behind and say, okay, that, that's revolutionary in so many ways. Terminator to me wasn't. The only difference was instead of an alien, it was a robot. Um, do I think that this movie inspired a lot of other movies? Yes. Uh, do I think that, though, it was just part of the change? Yeah, I don't think that it was the revolution that we, we kind of want to highlight. And and, um, and for that, I can't really lift it up and say, oh, this movie is amazing because. Um, I know that it, it's going to get backlash, and it probably does deserve some backlash. Uh, but for the story, the story is fantastic. I couldn't get into the story, though, because so many things, science or the uh, special effects, the acting, um, the pacing in a lot of ways, it just hindered it. So this one, to me, it is a rough morning. It's a walk of shame. I felt bad this morning because I had wasted um, a couple hours uh, watching it. So this is a four for me. Whew. All right. So when you that, take those that uh, scores deep. and divide them by four <laughs> and exclude Brandon's bullshit four, uh, what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I don't want to. Don't want to add 175. <laughs> oh, I, I, I appreciate Brandon's four. I, I see his points were valid. I do. I think his yeah. points are valid. I think it's. Just, I think. I think it's a little aggressive. Uh, I was going to go 3.75, but then I saw something else that I voted for 3.75, and I was like, no, this is worse. <laughs> I feel a little, I, like I rated it too low now, personally, but I feel like uh, overall the store is probably where it should be. I bet it's yeah. a, little bit a little bit below average, a little bit average. It's so it's at, it's at 2.5625. Look at 2. that 2.5625 is actually, um, Jeremiah, where does that put us on our list? My list might not be correct, but it looks like it puts it between Grease and Scream, actually. Mm, no, so we've got uh, <laughs> The Hangover at 2.5, Scream at 2.65. Oh, shoot. No, you're right, because I my, my list is wrong. Um, Rocky is 2.56, 2.5. Five six two. Okay, so it's the same as Rocky. So it's the same as Rocky. So it's tied. oh, that's the one I said. It's the three point seven five. I was like, ah, oh, Rocky's more enjoyable than this one. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's hovering uh, in the twenty five spot with Rocky at two point five 
6-2. Clueless is worse at 2.75. 300, V for Vendetta, and The Ring are all at 3. And then above it, we've got The Greatest Showman at 2.375 and Grease at 2.458. Do you want to know why The Ring is good? V for Vendetta should have been a better movie, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like too. Um, Do you know why The Ring is so good? No, I don't. Because it's dog shit. Brian Cox is in it. (laughs) Brian Cox is in it. Callback. God, how is that possible? <laughs> All right, if you enjoyed our review or are a fan of the podcast, we ask that you please subscribe wherever you're listening and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. You can also find us on Instagram at The Gentleman Podcast or visit our website at thegentlemanpodcast.com. Or if you want to, we'd love to hear from you, suggest movies, disagree with Brandon at hosts with an S Bring at it on, thegentlemanpodcast.com. Uh, what Jeremiah do we have on tap? Before uh, we up? do that, actually, I just want to give a shout out to all our new listeners over at Overcast uh, Podcast. Thank you guys for actually like tuning in. Uh, it's pretty awesome. And you know what? Just uh, again, just share us just with one of your friends, and one it always counts. So I believe we're gonna keep going with our '80s movies, right? Yeah, so yeah. whose selection is next? I believe this is gonna be Eddie's selection, <laughs> but you know, this is gonna be like a brother selection because I'm on his side on this one, yo. Sean, will you be my brother uh, on this one? I think I, I think this we is will gonna be, be so hardcore. <laughs> be ready. Goonies never say die. Goonies oh. never say die. Goonies never say yeah. watch. Okay. Uh, How dare you? Root. You're not gonna be the last root. word on that one. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you soon. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. Stick it around. Is that our best one? Mm, no. Not even close. <laughs> yeah, Halloween was way better. I will watch T2. I will happily enjoy T2, I'm A sure. A four? A four. I mean, you know why?